What's up? How are you guys? Solid. Well, Matt looks like he's lounging over there. Just, uh, I don't know if it's just the chair, but your posture, you just seem relaxed. The the chair is very slouchy. I, I put a, a a new chair in and yeah, it's, it's a beach chair. It's slouchy. I'm chilling. I should have like got a drink or a pocket for a nice drink here. A pocket for snacks on this side. I could I could make a whole whole day of it here. Oh, I got a bowl of grapes to add to the <laughs> aspect. The nudge. We're sort of at a I feel like we're almost like we we blew the bubble with the Kickstarter and now it's like the bubble has popped and it's like, well what the fuck happens now? <laughs> uh, yeah, right. what is the nudge anymore now that the kickstarter is done um well i i, I feel like once the the logistics and details of the book are done it'll start to go back to normal form or maybe we're getting to the point when we'll always have some housekeeping and shop to talk and so we'll have to like schedule like this this time is for writing activity, you know. Mm. And we're gonna talk about this story, you know. Mm. Um, I mean, I'd be fine with that if if we actually have enough shit to do that we always have something to talk about. Like that's cool. Um, and uh, uh, and speaking of, I did just uh, kind of I finished a draft of uh, the brother story. Eric, you've read that one mm-hmm. uh, that you you gave me great. Uh, edits on it and it's kind of like this new draft kind of transformed from your from your commentary and your edits so i've got uh that is to say i've got a story to uh to read if we ever have a uh uh an available nudge that that to boot we have 12 or 14 people now who are uh who we need to schedule in as uh prospective guests including some a whole fucking season of just like yeah. some of the people who came out of my woodwork. I was like, "Are you kidding me? You want to sit? All right. I mean, I'm I'm interested, but this yeah. is yeah. I I almost hope that nobody on my end like signed up for that because I feel like I don't know. There's gonna be somebody ridiculous that I'm like, man, do you know what we do on the nudge? Like, what uh-huh. are we gonna talk about? But maybe I don't know. It it might be the wildest season yet. You know, just like interviewing. Yeah. I'm excited to talk to Boaz. You're gonna get to talk to Boaz, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there, there are some crazies in that group. Um, yeah, um, you know, he was once a poet. He still considers himself a poet. So it's funny because everybody, I was like, wait, the, but you're just like you're not like a a wait. We have talked yeah. about your writing before. Like my uncle is on there, uh, and he okay. he was like desperate to um write some screenplays he and i talked for like three hours one night about these screenplay ideas he had way back when but he's gone i mean he was part of developing the vive and valve software and was like part of microsoft for ages so he's like i mean he does like optical augmented reality work i mean totally different side of things absolutely brilliant could be totally weird to get him in and talking about writing and stuff like that so Can we just chat about writing for a little while? Would you be like 10 minutes and then 15, 10 minutes and then we can go? Yeah. Yeah. I got about 
five to yeah, fifteen, ten, fifteen minutes. Okay. And I miss so, I miss talking about writing. Yeah. So you, um, is is Fernway done? That is that. Uh, yeah, okay. this has been this. That was my first novel. So it's been out uh, out and about for a while, uh, and. Uh, it's not like I've got all the physical copies. I mean, I've had to like reprint some, so it's like there are a couple hundred at least out there. And it's because I because I did that one through Ingram Spark. It's uh, people can find it through Amazon or other like online. So some people every now and then I'll get like a weird like like two dollar and twelve cent royalty like <laughs> deposited into my my PayPal. So, uh, but this, I just, uh, thought, uh, like Substack here, like maybe this is a new place where people are, are looking for fiction. Like why not just put it out there? It's pretty, the pretty easy lift for me to like cut and paste and like reformat slightly and get it out there in a in a new way and find potentially a, a new audience for it uh and it, it felt uh to me too uh after the like roe versus wade got overturned like the sense of like just frustration and the one like what how do i what what do i say to this time and the the story like gets into some of that like not like the specifically like roe versus wade being overturned but that that the culture wars culture debate like so uh so there was part of me that felt like well I've got I've got something to say I've said it people have read it but uh like there, it's still I still have something to say I I have a a place to say it I would hate like to not at least say it like in this in this moment at the like so that was kind of the because I was right before then, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna keep doing the subsack thing. It's 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 fine, but it's not like the be all and end all. But but then I don't know. It just it felt like I, I've got this platform. I've got this thing to say. Uh, feel like as as much as like like anyone ever needs to read. Like this is a like a time that I should I should say something. Like so, uh, oh, it's pretty. It's it's kind of fun to go back and revisit in a new way, like tell it in a a different format, like the serial like distribution. It's kind of a uh, I don't know, bringing out different aspects of it, like because you you know you automatically leave on like a cliffhanger of sorts that wasn't necessarily a cliffhanger, like in the novel mm. in the print, but can't help but read as like a cliffhanger or just the rhythm is different the emphases are different 
Do you or either of you ever get like comments or any kind of feedback on Substack posts? Uh, Eric wrote the only comment I've ever got. <laughs> I get I get uh, comments from people like over email that have read yeah. it, but yeah. they don't. People don't use the comment yeah. function really much. I don't think we're writing the stuff that people would comment on. I don't and think so. Yeah. When I when I read like Simon Jones, still, you know, I'll go read him sometimes, and it's clear that yeah. like the same people comment every time, um, yeah. and I think that that can be really uh, unnerving. Or and I don't want to become the person who's commenting every time, like, "Hey, Matt, I was here. I read it. Yep, I read it this week." <laughs> right, right. Um, but I'll tell you that like the biggest comment that I've found is in people starting to follow me um people and the best comments that i've gotten are actually in comment sections um is considering substack not a writer and their constituency but a ton of writers like a workshop all in one place and 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 feeling as though it's it's really easy on Substack to feel like you are greater than the people in your comment section. Um, and that just because you're the one who's doing it, right? But uh, which I mean that in that like maybe greater writer, maybe more think, you know, a lot more thinking. But the more I have engaged with other people's comment sections, I've realized that like that the one I have a freedom of access to writers of incredible clout and capability and that every other person commenting in the Substack has like is writing this, 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 like everyone has their own Substack there, which suggests that the individual Substack is not as valuable as one would think. It's not that important to reach outside of Substack for other people. What's important is generating discussion within and then watching as people come to see what you've done in the time that you decide to sit alone and make something. Um, I have actually not, I think I told you guys this last time, but I, I haven't, I deleted the Ugo audio, decided like, I don't want to publish this here. Um, I want this, I want Steed to be my short form science fiction fantasy pieces or other people who I care about um, with an audio component. Um, and in deleting those, I haven't published anything to Steed since whenever, months ago, and have actually gotten more strangers to follow my Steed than before. In fact, I think a couple of them actually recommend Steed because now they have this like booster thing where when you follow someone... They asked, do you want to also add these people to your recommend to follows? Um, and it, it's what grows an audience. And I think somebody listed me because I'm getting like what seems like family or familiars to that person's Substack coming to mine, reading it and saying like, hey, he recommended this. Maybe I'll read this. Um, and that's made me excited to think that, you know, Substack doesn't have to be what everybody says, which is like once a week once every two weeks, post on the dot, da, da 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 Like, I think it's a great idea for me to, in 
a month when I feel like I'm, I'm almost there again where I'm like, no, I want to do a story a week again. Like, cause it, it flexes a muscle. It's like go into the gym for like, you know, two months, do that, do that, see what comes of it, do it and then stop. Right. And stop and see what happens. But more often I am, I really am curating a list of things that I'm reading almost, you know, I don't delete many of my Substack posts before actually reading them. And I don't always agree with them. I don't always, you know, but I do find that reading them on the webpage and talking and being curious with the people who've already been there has been just a, a, like, honestly, like more of my writing life in the last, you know, three or four months has been that has, has not been producing fiction, but has been in conversation in a place that feels far more productive than the places where I'm usually like watching media or reading media. I think the last time that I got an update from you, Eric, on your on your writing was like you had three or four projects at any given time. Yeah. Um, and you were kind of choosing between them. Um, yeah. One of which was Sens, one of which was uh, Grenier, and et cetera. Yeah. Um, you know, I have kind of just stopped for a little while. Um, obviously, with the traveling and the shutting down, I became very, very enamored of the idea of just absorbing what was left of Korea. And it helped me really appreciate Korea um, and those final moments, those last people. Um, and I feel like as I sat down to write the family letter, I felt entirely rusty um, as I did walking in here, you know, tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm eager to shake that off. I'm eager to like um, be honest again. And I feel like... Uh, um, the, the hair girl stuff, you know, helps me realize like, look, I need to finish his metal hand, um, so that we can get the next part of that project underway. It puts some impetus on me, um, sends, I'm going to work on at my grandma's, um, I'm going to work on Tim's cat story and just let that take me wherever it goes. Um, and then I have, a a, a book by my friend, Johnny, who I'll be seeing here in Montana that he paid me $400 to look through and, and edit. And um, that's the one that I mentioned at the very beginning of this about the postcards that people sent um, is there's 20 copies of that, that people have bought that are waiting for my edit and my design to push it to the next stage. Um, So between that um, and reading my friend Riley's works about psychotherapy and um, Joseph Spies's last poetry collection, which I'm treating as professional editing gigs, even if I'm not getting paid for. Um, I have my hands full and I just, uh, I'm, I'm glad to be back in a place where writing feels more like my occupation than like a thing I am uh, remembering uh, or, you know, like kind of just uh, keeping the ink wet um, it's like I'm I'm ready to make some progress again. How about you? I mean, other than finishing your brother's story. Um, well, uh, I I just uh, I don't and I don't know if I'm finished with that. It's kind of like this might be the last draft. It might not. I'm I'm letting it rest for a little while. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I'm going. I'm working on another short story that uh, was at, at a very different phase of development. Mm-hmm. Few, um before the the novel project 
I had written this story in my notebook and I had gotten it to the computer and that's where it stopped. Mm. Um, and so it's basically in a second draft ish format. So I did a thing where I read the thing over and took notes, copious notes. I didn't start editing right away. I was like, I want to figure out what the potential for this piece is. Mm. So I figured it out, uh, I mean, I read through it and I wanted to figure it out. I was like, what, what, where can things go? What do I really want to change? And, and by the end of it, I really felt confident starting a new draft. Like uh, at first I was wondering whether I was going to edit over the old one, but by the time I had so many ideas, I was like, I need to start something new. This feels, I feel more mature. I feel more in control of the narrative and, and conscious of what I'm doing with narrative. And I think that that's just a gradual development, but doing that strategy of reading it over and, and being patient, mm. you know, like that was important. Not just, not just going ham on the story and just being like, I want to change this word because I want to change it, you know, mm -hmm. um, uh, trying to be as, as smart about it as possible. Um, that's felt really good. And I'm in the middle of this new draft right now. Mm. Um, and this is with the idea that I'm taking that after I'm after I'm done with this novel, I'm taking some time to do short stories. Um, I really like short stories and a, a lot, and I, I wish that they were more of a part of like our world because I, I still I still idolize the novel a lot, and mm. most people only read novels, and that that's sometimes what feels most important. But man, I I think I can write a much better short story than I can write a novel. Mm. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna do that for a little while, but I am anxious to get back to, uh, to redraft the novel that I just wrote. I think that that's that that's the thing that's on the horizon. That's uh, it feels like it's an inevitability. I need to do it at some point, um, and need in a good way. It's not like it's not a bad thing. Um, so that's what I will have the uh, the thing I'll have, I will be doing eventually, but. No, I'm just trying to feel it out as to when it's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that well, that that all being said, I I would uh, be down if you guys were down to look at our three page um our three page stories uh during the next nudge if we wanted to nudge next week or. Matt, I'd love to hear if you have any like current current circumstance writing stuff besides the Fernway push, and then I am open to the idea of next week and then the three pagers. Yeah, I Kickstarter and the like Fernway and the Substack have taken up most of my like creative like writing headspace. Like, there's kind of a a certain creativity that I feel like I need, I at least owe myself or want to get out there, like, like sending like emails to people every week and several times a week, like with the Kickstarter push, it's like how to like make them informative, like short, and hopefully at least somewhat entertaining <laughs> so that it's not just the, the the people that take the time to open them at least maybe at least got a little chuckle or some kind of sense of like 
something more than just the, the information. Uh, and it's, there's a certain, uh, uh, like I feel almost like a, a, a kind of discipline uh, of writing to inform and to entertain and Being, uh, it feels like like I don't know, funny. In in some ways, like I don't want to say it like not really like selling out, but like going like going for an easy laugh because it's people like easy laughs mm -hmm. sometimes, and not being too precious about like I have to really like break the mold here on this email that I'm sending. Like, no, this one can just be, there's an easy laugh just sitting there. We have 69 backers. I can't let that go without, <laughs> like, making some laugh. Like, I, I, like, like, or, or, yeah, I, there, there's just, like, like, uh, like I don't know, like somehow like allowing allowing myself to not not think too hard about like any given communication. Mm. Uh, but also at the at the same time recognizing that people are taking the time to read it and probably like I owe them something for that. Mm. Like, I think there's that doesn't come naturally to me. That's just not like generally how I've written. It's like like uh, I either like you know write at my own pace and then publish it in one big chunk, or like with the Mister Met letter, they come out sometimes every three weeks, sometimes like. It's, Four months in between, like also kind of at my own pace. But this felt like how I gotta, I kind of want like to keep this in front of people's attention because uh, that's like that's how it works for for better or worse. Like people, like you, like they're they're getting a lot, so you just kind of have to keep in front of like their eyes. So how do I keep doing that without? being too like just dry and boring and then which means that in some ways it feels like compromising a little bit of like the artistry of it like this isn't going to be like a, a really well thought out like treat treatise <laughs> like this is going to be uh something that much more to be like read and maybe clicked on and then forgotten about mm. immediately mm. which yeah, which strangely felt like it took a certain amount of energy to write something that was going to, at the same time, get their attention and cause them to do something, but also hopefully just be forgotten about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not meant, to, not meant to, <laughs> to be an artifact. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. It's like a sort of like a timely thing that's only meant for the moment that isn't yeah. meant to be timeless which is right. where our stories tend to fall or our, our yeah. work. Right. Yeah. Please read this act on it and then 
Yeah, if it doesn't have anything to do with you, goodbye. Yeah. Don't worry about right. it. I didn't put, right. yeah. I put something in, but you don't have to take it out. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. But that said, I've got, oh, geez, four short stories that are probably 60 to 80% written that uh, I think, at least last I remember thinking about them, <laughs> that mm -hmm. uh, they because I don't have like a ready place to put them in my head like they and there, there's been these other like ready projects like they keep getting pushed like pushed back but uh at least in my head like that will be it'll be on the the get to the the front of the desk uh in the fall I want to go back and look at my Victory Square stories to make sure. Like, I think it's pretty much from what I remember. I was like, I think that's good. I think it was good. <laughs> but I just want to make sure that I'm still satisfied. I think. Um, well, I guess that should be the first thing I do. So yeah, projects like that. I, I still don't quite feel like I've got like a new fresh start in me. I want to kind of build on what I've what I've done, mm. which sort of also feels like life. Like mm. I think I've, I've been doing a lot of the uh, behind the scenes building work. It's starting to to bear fruit and to pay off, and I, I kind of want to keep going with that before mm. I start a whole new thing from like a fresh page. Mm. Well, um, I would offer that I think that it would be a really good idea for all of us to plan to do NaNoWriMo this year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, that's two months away. And like, I think that there's, there's something inherent in the community aspect of that that would benefit all of us. Um, well, I, I was thinking, that, I mean, that, that's where this, that's where the, my payroll, that's where the maestro came yeah. from. Yeah. NaNoWriMo 2019, I guess. Mm. Uh, like a very very different version of it uh but like there was a uh, yeah a, that's where gold bone monkey kernel. yeah oh yeah that's right that's right yeah you did we both yeah. i mean we so, were yeah 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 you did at the same time yeah so, so is it an, it's an entire novel that, that we have to write in a month right it's a fixed amount of words you're trying it's to hit it's not actually like you're not trying to write a novel. You're trying to write sixty thousand words. Fifty thousand. Fifty. Yeah, fifty. I think fifty thousand words in a month. But it's that rigid, like having a bunch of people around. There's like events in your area to go, kind of be part. I don't know. It just creates something that every time I've done it, I end up with with value. I end up yeah. with something that I stash away. It's never good enough for me, but it's always like, wow, yeah, I, I remember again, you know, like it's just a reminder that like you have to plant in order for things to grow. Yeah. Burnway started as a yep. NaNoWriMo that like, yeah, some, some version, early version of that was out of that. I think I started. This is, a big, this is a big conversation for another time, but do you guys plan a lot for that or do you like day of be like, this is what I'm doing? I decide I'm going to do it and then I jump in and then like I start and then it's about hitting the word count every week. I read every day. Cause really I think it's like, you have to write like 1600 words a day to hit the mark. 
something, um, like that, yeah. something in that range. And it's just a joy to like, you're like, Hey, everybody else is doing this stupid arbitrary number. Like you let go of all of your preconceptions about I'm an artist and I'm a whatever. It's just like, we're all trying to eat as many hot dogs as we can this month. Like, <laughs> all right, fuck that. I'm doing it. And, uh, you know, or pushups or whatever. Um, yeah. It, it is, it's analogous to like, yeah, a ridiculous, well, like I just uh, ran the Tough Mudder last weekend. Like it's an absurd thing to do. Stoop, like it has no r- real practical. Yep. Uh, it's not at all like a, a sustainable way to live, but, <laughs> but, but yet, like it has bad. Like I always feel like I feel like I'm. I learn about myself. Of all the mm-hmm. cliches, like mm-hmm. wow, I didn't, think able, I didn't think I'd be able to do that. Now I know I can do that. Uh, it's a community. It's. Uh, but yeah, so it's yes, yeah, so it's like the uh, ultra runners, like, uh, but for writers, like some kind of like ultra marathon, like a yeah. crazy, crazy competition or challenge, I guess. Yeah. That. Uh, uh, yeah, that, that part of which is writing through hmm. just like. Like a, some awful shit. Like, mm. Oh my god, I can't believe I just wrote that today. Like, oh my god. Like, Does that really count? I can't believe I'm gonna write this. I got to though because I'm tired and like I have 600 more words. I want to get that. Like, uh, so it's yeah. I don't know. It's it it uh it unlocks some. It unlocks parts of one's self that wouldn't not get unlocked otherwise mm-hmm. it's a team building exercise kyle i'll yeah. do it thank you yeah and like uh, you know it's also like if you don't do it it's fine also <laughs> oh well like, no that just fall short funny. of the no, yeah no, if you if you fall you fall you probably will fall by the way yeah. i mean yeah, you, yeah. we, 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 none of us have made it. Either of us. Did you make sixty k, fifty k? I did the first time. I honestly don't remember if I did this mm. last time. I, I definitely did the first time. I think I drop every uh, year. I've dro- I've done it two or three times, and I drop at some point just because it's like fuck. Okay, now I have to do thirty two hundred words tomorrow. Right, right, right. And then you try and start. I, uh, eh, blah, blah, blah. I, I do really like the idea of actually having an extreme like stupid contest to do because i've always felt like in my realm of things like that is that belongs to more physical human beings like the idea of uh you know doing edward 40 hands or whatever it might be <laughs> um and uh and so i've never really thought about writing in that way before so that is exciting and i like that let's do it yeah november yeah, baby yeah, it's a good, it's a good team thing. All right, that's a good, yeah. Let's do it. That's good. Then I can conceptualize that I will at least get these stories done right. with draft one. To me. Before. To you. To me. All right. Before then. Before November. All cool. Right. And Kyle, your brother, peace. Whenever that's. Send it this way. Oh. Breaking out the editor pen again. Hell yeah! Yes, if you are accepting, I'm accepting stories for edits. Then yeah, yeah, I'm down. All right. Well, we'll um, 
we'll think about plan next week. Yeah. 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 See you guys on Friday. Sounds good. Three pagers. Three pages on Friday. We've got our three pagers. Right. I would also like to do a little writing exercise at the beginning. Just some, just a free write again, mm-hmm. just for the, Dude. that was nice last time. That's good. All writing, yeah. no business meeting. It'll be great. Excellent. So we'll save the business to in person. For the new Discord channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right, guys. I'll see you later, okay? Right. Yes.